0: Hi, this is Erin with Rise and Thrive Podcast. We are making our way through some conversation revisits. In this conversation, Mary and I talk about defining the change you want to help you make a strong commitment that is necessary to do this work. So this is step one, asserting your will. In the coming days, we will go through all the steps. And then when we're done with that, we will be sharing some new recordings of Mary actually guiding you through the forgiveness exercises. Okay, so here is Mary Hayes Greco and me talking about Step 1 of her Eight Steps to Freedom. Hello and welcome to Rise and Thrive, the podcast where we find our way to peace and joy even when life throws us curveballs and disappointments. I'm Erin Warhol, and I'm here with my friend and mentor, Mary Hayes Greco. Hi. Hey, Mary. Okay, so we are recording a whole series of discussions that are a deep dive into your process for healing emotional pain. Mm-hmm. And this is your process for forgiveness. Your Favorite tool? That's right, my power tool. Your power tool. Um, it's your eight steps to freedom. Your recipe. And so, uh, in this, it's ha- how we forgive another person yep. or a life situation uh-huh. that has been hurtful or disappointing to us. And so, we talked before about we kind of had the overview, which is when you're teaching people how to do this, you have to first teach them kind of the overview mm-hmm. and, and get them ready to hear. More specific. See the big picture. Yeah. So in this episode, we're gonna we're gonna cover the first step, um, which is getting ready and stating your will. Step one. Step use one. Use your will to make a change and move forward through forgiveness. And, you know, it's 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 been so interesting for me to learn this process over the period of a few years and to try it, and I'm I'm just sort of amazed at how my understanding of it has grown. But yes, for somebody... In a, in a your fourth round of I am. absorbing this, this I overall am. material that I teach. Yeah. And you always look like a fresh new student each time. I do, because I... <laughs> beginner's <laughs> mind. Beginner's but let's, mind, for let's sure. let's bring it right back to the beginning. For somebody who hasn't even... It hasn't even occurred to them that the way out of their emotional pain or the way out of sadness or disappointment or a bad story or something that happened to them that was hurtful, that the way out is forgiveness what is it that forgiveness offers them like what why is that what they should be reaching Mm, for that's a great question well forgiveness
1: offers them the chance to deeply visit the story Mm -hmm. and understand how it affected them what decisions they made about self and others and life out of this painful place and uh be in that pivotal moment where you You recognize what you've been through and then say, okay, but what's next? Yeah, And I want the next nine months, the next couple of years, however long it is, to be uh, lighter. I want to walk with a lighter step. I want to smile again. I want to laugh again. I want to love again. I want to move into things that I've postponed dreams deferred because I was going through this divorce or this terrible illness that my child had or whatever life situation really sidelined you at a certain point you have the opportunity to gather that experience together and uh process it, synthesize it and move on. And forgiveness offers us the steps of that. So it's a little understood word. The word forgiveness is a little understood word. Too many people think it has to do with excusing bad right. things and wrong things. Or say or glazing over them or ignoring them or denying them or, or putting up with stuff you shouldn't or Whatever, and it's not. It's, in my understanding. Forgiveness is this deep, refreshing, reset that you do when you really face into how people really are, what the life situation really is, and how do you, how do you, and who do you want to be now in it going forward? And um, so it gives us this great opportunity to rise. To rise and thrive, as you say, to to, to lift up our, our face to the horizon and say, okay, going forward here, and now I know about this. I've learned about that. I've got yeah. this nugget of experience, but I'm not going to suffer anymore. Not one more minute. And that's when people go to forgiveness. When they look at a friend or a sponsor or a therapist and they and they look up and say, how do I stop? How do right. I stop doing this stupid story? How do I stop thinking about this? How do I let go of this? And hopefully that wise person has heard wind of forgiveness and, and ways to do it. I said, you know what? Maybe it's time for forgiveness. Yeah. Oh, forgiveness! We have people have this reaction, but oh, why but that? More and more Anything people are starting to recognize that it is right. the medicine. It is the medicine of the transformative moment
0: it It is, and so your life mission really has been about teaching forgiveness. You've been teaching it for thirty years. you've helped thousands of people learn this process, mm-hmm. learn how to put it into practice in their own life, and then hopefully they go on and they, they sprout they, some wings yeah. and they fly away and i and they Continue with it because that's really what it's about. It's not just a one-off. It's like you do it and right. then you learn how to do it. Right.
1: Many people recognize that this is the best yoga that there is. Yeah. If you think of as yoga as being the practice of becoming in union with yourself, your personal self, your higher self. Oh, I self. like that. Finding union with each other and union with God or the Spirit. That's forgiveness is the finest yoga that where we enter into the path of of making peace through the emotional pain yeah and you know you can pretty much count on some emotional pain being around right you know it's (laughs) a great doorway if you've been in emotional pain too long and you say how do i stop hurting about this yeah and someone says well what about forgiveness and you look into it you realize oh this is actually a doorway to a whole bigger landscape of life it's actually not just stopping suffering, it's opening the door and letting the light in and remembering your purposes.
0: Well, and that it's very hopeful. It's very exciting. And that as I've gone to your different workshops, and, you know, someone will be there who has been on a path of trying to relieve their, themselves of their suffering and then they it, they got the idea they want to forgive and then and then they have the big question well how do i do that and right. that's when they show up and they say how do i do right.
1: that and 25 30 years ago when i first started teaching this like people used to argue the whole first part of the workshop about the why well why should i forgive that isn't right or why mm-hmm. they shouldn't have ah uh, uh. but these days people are are getting that there's a, you know, because it, it's for me. I yeah. get the why. It's for me, so I can be free. So how? How do I do it? And uh, they finally get to step one. Now, some people get to step one because uh, one of their honest friends has invited them to stop whining mm-hmm. about this and move on. Yeah. And forgiveness might be the way. And others come to it on their own with the, with the thought that I can't stand one more day with this. Yeah. I, I need to... I need to heal and move on, whatever that means.
0: Well, so how how do you know you're ready to embrace this? How do you know you're ready to change? I find that... um I find,
1: I'm starting to get bored with myself. Oh, I'm getting bored with my story. I'm getting bored (laughs) with saying the same whiny things over and over again. And I feel like, you know what? Actually, I'm, I'm bigger than this. I'm better than this. You know, I, I actually hope for more, more greatness out of myself in this course of this lifetime. And I'm not acting too great right now. So I, that's how I get there. But, um, other people, find themselves like there's there's somebody coming um, to our next workshop from um, across the country. And she was sincerely praying about, In her case about how to forgive the catholic church which she had been a dedicated member of she had actually you know been in the convent for a while and then she realized she wanted a family but she um was so deeply heartbroken about all the pedophile stories Mm -hmm. and all the child abuse stories that were coming out of the church and the clergy that she left the church and she's heartbroken because she felt like she lost her spirituality and her community at the same time that she was trying to set this boundary with a very dysfunctional institution. So she's been praying because she's a spiritual person. She's been praying and she'd been asking for help. And she realized, I think it's a forgiveness issue. And she googled forgiveness and forgiveness workshop and found me and the words began matching up with what was going on inside her. So she's getting on a plane and coming across the country and going kind to of, you know so she's in this ready space to for two and a half days, and she is yeah. ready to feel better. She wants to find her spirit, her faith again, and yeah. maybe it will be a new version of her faith. Yeah, Maybe it'll be a forgiven version of her faith. Maybe she'll turn her face to a different pathway. I don't know, but she knows that she can't stay away from her pathway any longer just because the human foibles of the church were so destructive at a time to certain people. She needs to
0: somehow let that heal. So she is, she's standing in the doorway ready to embrace this process. Yes. Yeah. So she felt guided. I
1: mean, she felt like when she was Googling and she just felt like, you know, the yellow highlighter was going on this, this opportunity, like, you know, this sense of like, Oh, this is feeling right feeling right to go here into this and, and learn how to do this. Okay, so step one, say again what step one is. Step one, we use our will. We use mm-hmm. our will to make a decision, a determination to let go, to forgive, to release our expectations, our disappointed expectations, and move forward in our lives. So it's a it's the same kind of muscle that you use when you're trying to finish a, a school paper mm-hmm. by a certain date or you're trying to get a project done and by a certain deadline for your team or you're just t- trying to get out the door um, mm-hmm. in the morning when you're very tired and you're trying to make it to work by, you know, 8.30 exactly, <laughs> whatever. We use our will all the time to make things happen. And we use our our spiritual muscle, our spiritual will, to turn big corners in our lives. When we say, you know what? I will find my true love. I will find uh, a better job than this. I will um, open up to how this Problem gets solved. Yeah. We use this muscle. So, why, you, why is
0: that important? And you have people in workshops say it out loud. But I have why them say it out loud? It's why stronger. is that important?
1: Because you need the will to carry you through the valley of pain.
0: Hmm. You know,
1: you've been you've been spending some time avoiding this pain or keeping it stuffed down inside or or medicating it and, and doing everything except for healing it. And it's kind of like when you finally decide to take a rotten tooth to the dentist, mm-hmm. you know it's going to hurt a little more for about 40 minutes, mm-hmm. and then you're going to feel better for, yeah. like, years, yeah. right? <laughs> and you've been walking around with this sore, rotten tooth for a while and you've been in pain, and you've been avoiding going to the dentist because you don't want it to hurt more yeah. even for a short while. Finally, you say, oh, my God, I've got to do it. I've got to yeah. do it. Ugh, here goes. You pick up the phone. You make the call. You make the appointment for Thursday. You you know hope that they have good pills for afterwards, and, <laughs> and you go. And you, you get fix that rotten tooth. It's that kind of will. Where you're like, okay, this story has been hurting me for too long. This I I'm really kind of scared to go to this workshop. I'm gonna feel kind of vulnerable and stupid and ashamed while I tell my story. But here I go. Yeah. I go, and you make yourself get in the door, and, yeah. and pretty soon on, the the spirit of of equality and compassion takes over in yeah. a group of people that are humbly stepping up to forgiveness. Everyone is just so there for each other.
0: Yeah, and that when I went to your first workshop, I remember I was so scared ahead of time, and I had agreed to go, and then I thought... What have I gotten myself into? <laughs> <laughs> right, but, but I made my. But because I had committed, I said, "I you got to
1: go. You got to right. go check this but out." I'll tell you a story about um, <laughs> one young lady who she just had to do it because she had a bad disappointment. Her her fiance and her best friend got together and had an affair and started a relationship three weeks before oh, she was supposed to marry him. Terrible. Right? Yeah. yeah. Betrayal,
0: yeah. major
1: betrayal. betrayal, major betrayal. She had everything. She had the invitations out. She had the dress Ugh. picked. She had, you know, the the, the musicians. It was all going to happen. And then she discovers that they've been having an affair and, and they, they confess that they're in love with each other and he doesn't want to marry her. He wants to marry her best friend. Oh, my God. Well, that woman that woman was in such a state of rage and sorrow and shock and disappointment and embarrassment and everything else. She she wasn't eating. She wasn't sleeping. She was crying constantly. Her work was. She couldn't go to work. Her work was going downhill. She lost twenty pounds. She just she just became skeletal, and she couldn't. She was just a nerve walking around crying. And and every single thing reminded her of this. Every single thing probably made yeah. it hurt all over yeah. again all day long. And she couldn't live like that one more minute uh she didn't seem to have suicidal impulses, but she was really really uh shrivelling up and in in too much pain so she came to me for a really a grand total of two sessions uh after she had learned about the steps a little bit. She came to see me and she forgave her fiance and her friend for lying and betraying and for you know taking away her dream wow she took away her dream and you know we probably spent 2 hours together that day and she felt really better at the end of it and then she came back a week later and she forgave herself for having been oblivious because she oh. realized she had yeah. really been in denial and she had been kind of all caught up in all the mechanics of a wedding but not really listening to her heart and the heart of her fiance she wasn't really feeling the connection, and she wasn't admitting it. So she forgave herself about that. And she felt really peaceful at the end of just, you know, several hours of going there because she had to. She yeah. couldn't live one more minute crying and, and and being exhausted and and not eating and not going to work. She couldn't live one more minute like that. And this was back when I first started teaching, and it was one of those wonderful things where I, I asked God, I said, god seriously she she looks great now. how did this is really happening in two long sessions? She got through this story, and, and over the next year i I was shown that this was true, like I bumped into her a month or oh, two amazing. later yeah it, and i she lived in a suburb away from me, and I bumped into her somewhere, and she looked fine. She looked kind of a little bit sad, a little bit wistful, but peaceful, yeah. and I said, "How are you doing?" and she said, "Well. You know I'm still sad. I'm I'm still letting go of a big picture I had in my life. Yeah. But you know, I feel I feel okay. I'm, I I I I have a feeling this is going to be good for some reason and and I said, "Well, what about, you know, your friend, your best friend?" You said, "Well, I don't see them. I I really I broke up with both of them if it was just too big of a betrayal. They were yeah. both lying to me and it, I just, you know, I don't see them, And so I have an emptiness, but I'm peaceful." And then I I don't know, a couple months later I bumped into her again. And I said, "Wow, you look good." She goes, "Yeah. Well, I just started I'm back to school. I I'm started school and uh I th- I think I want to get into X." And she had some like career idea. And she looked a little stronger and I said, I, you know, "Uh how's it going with your your heartbreak?" She said, "Oh no, I'm I'm really over it. I'm good. I'm I you know, I got some new friends now and I'm I'm moving on and She really was, and then a couple months later, I bumped into her again. I know it was really like I was being shown that this is a for real thing. And she said, "I said, how are you?" She says, "I'm great. I'm great. Yeah, I just started dating somebody, and I realized, you know, there's some ways that really I wasn't compatible with my ex, and you know, I just feel more hopeful about that. And I finally, I, I bumped into her like a year after this session, and she was. She says, "I, you know, I really, I rarely think about it." Amazing. Yeah. I rarely think about it.
0: Well, and so I just want to say when, when she came to originally and she just couldn't stand it one more minute. She was a nubbin. A, she yeah. was a, a shadow of her former self. I love the fact that somehow, some way, she knew that forgiveness was going to be the path out.
1: Right. Because I think I'm she a- saw like a community ed class that I was yeah. teaching. It was like a one night, you know, hour and a half introduction to forgiveness. I think she came to that. Uh huh. And, uh, in fact, she did. I remember she was the woman who raised her hand in the middle of the class and said, just saying, I want you to know that I think my situation is pretty impossible. She there was that go. person, right? Wow. And I said, well, okay, you don't have to, but you know, hang out and just do. we'll do a few exercises. And we did a few exercises. At the end of the class, she was the one who raised her hand and said, just saying, I think there's a tiny shred of possibility <laughs> that I might be able to yeah. heal this. So she yeah. came then the next week to my office to do those those sessions with that t- tiny shred of faith, that tiny shred of possibility that wow. she could actually forgive this story. So that was her complete journey, actually, from this little class of her saying, I don't think so, yeah. to a year later saying, I really think about
0: it. Well, I think it's, I, I appreciate you sharing all that context, too, because I think for a lot of us, it we don't make the connection that forgiveness is the path out of emotional pain. Like, they seem like two different, right. unrelated things. Like, oh,
1: yeah, forgiveness. That's when you get really nice. You're really and nice. You say, it's okay. And, oh, it's I okay. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not that big of a person. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But it, that's not it at all. No, it's the path. It's no. No. It's really, mm-hmm. it's really a transformation. It's really a complete renewal of your life. And a resetting of your pathway.
0: Well, and I would say that's why I've become so so enthusiastic about this as I've as I've learned how to how to do it and then apply it in more situations. And then you get to the point where you're you're kind of like, oh, I'm in pain. Where, what's the forgiveness issue? You yeah, know, like right. you start going, okay. Clearly, there must be some forgiveness issue here. What is it I'm not seeing? And then you find it, and it's very empowering. It. it I mean, you're just not at the women will of other people and. I mean, some people are great, you're and they not treat just you wonderfully. like slogging through the swamp yeah. of bad feelings,
1: and not sure how long the swamp is going to last, and yeah. how you get out. And no, you're in the swamp, and you go, "Oh, I see, I'm in the swamp. Okay, then, you know, what's the way out?" And and as soon as you decide. I will find my way forward through forgiveness. You start seeing the little little tussocks of grass that you can step on and, and start stepping your way out through this swampy place into more firm ground.
0: Well, and that's why you say that this step one, it sometimes it takes people ten years to get to step one or longer. <laughs> right, but right. it's it's an important step. So once you've made that declaration, like kinda what are some of the things that you are setting yourself up to experience? You're
1: well, you're deciding that uh, enough is enough. You're deciding that actually I have some bigger plans than being sad all my life. What are those plans? You're kind of remembering what is it that I, what dreams have I deferred because of this? Yeah. Or what new dreams do I need to call for? You're, you're lifting your, your eyes up to the horizon, from, from the ground up to the horizon, Say, where am I going next? And you're finding support. You're finding that um, friend that, you know, will share this with you or a therapist or, um, you know, some, some supporter that will witness, bear witness. And you're, you're kind of letting yourself know that you deserve to walk with a lighter step. Mm. And this is actually how you mean to walk for the rest of your life. And this story is just your chance to find out about that.
0: Mm, very good, Mary. Okay, so that's step one. Up next, we will talk about step two, uh, but we're going to leave it right there for now. So, thank you very much to sound engineer Daniel Zamzow. For Mary Hayes Greco, I'm Erin Warhol. You just kick that door.